You're listening to The Final Take. We're your hosts. I'm Nelson Wynn. And I'm Tim Cox. This is a conversation podcast where we talk TV, film, and our love for it all. We are back for our first episode of 2023. What? I know. It feels like it's been so long. It has been a long time. Uh, This episode, we talk Netflix's Kaleidoscope and the video game adaptation of The Last of Us. Wait. The adaptation of the video game, <laughs> The Last of Us. <laughs> oh, man. When Two you're weeks off and you're, you're already rusty, Tim. I am. I am rusty. So I'll get back into the things. But first, if you're among our tens of listeners or new to our podcast, please help us out by smashing that like or subscribe button. Give us a five-star review on any and all the platforms you're listening on. Maybe even tell a friend or loved one about us and share the link to this episode and hey nelson why don't you bring us into 2023 with a great recommendation well tim tis the season for new year's resolutions right new year new you and so when you're out about talking to your friends loved ones co-workers and inevitably when that small talk question comes up of hey you got any New Year's resolutions? Well, what's your resolution this year? You can say this. Well, thank you for asking because one of my primary resolutions, my main resolution this year, is to listen to more podcasts. And I listen to a fantastic podcast called The Final Take. <laughs> <laughs> Where they talk about movies and TV, like Marvel and Star Wars. They had a great episode about the beloved Thanksgiving movie, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I thought it was a fascinating listen. You don't say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) who has a New Year's resolution to listen to horror podcasts? That's right. Nobody has one. My New Year's resolution's uh, already out the window anyway because the uh, Girl Scout cookies are out. So, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, yeah. They got me. It was a good try. It was a good try. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to bring you into 2023 with more fresh content, including new segments like clickbait. We're going to do DVD commentaries, an entire episode of just a commentary. We're going to keep it fresh with more special guests and we are going to bring back our usual shenanigans. And, and if things hold up, more sickness. Because, yeah, that's right. Tim, I, like, we're not even three weeks. We're three weeks into the new year, and I'm already sick again. Yo, my son got COVID and then two stomach bugs back to back. I got oh, one stomach bug. It's terrible. And then he just passed me his cold. Yeah, I know. I got I, I got something from my daughter. Fantastic. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> Kids gotta love them. They're little petri dishes. But hey, guess what? Yeah. It's time for some clickbait. Clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll pre record that and, and, and make it make it better. <laughs> uh, All so, right, so Tim, we're gonna click it. to our tens of listeners what is this new segment, clickbait. Clickbait. Well, guess what? You're scrolling through your news feed. You see a bunch of stuff that you want to click on, 
but you know it's just garbage. Well, hey, we click on it so you don't have to. Oh, this is a wonderful service we're providing to our We are listeners. providing a service, you know, and, and this is an act of service. If you read the love languages, and, we're doing and, this out of love. And we're putting our computers, mobile devices, and entire network at risk. At risk. For our tens of listeners. So when I'm, having, right. <laughs> when I'm having to back things up because I got to reboot and load, you know, like a, a, a new malware software, you're welcome, tens of listeners. That's right. That's exactly right. Well, hey, this one came out. It's it's pure speculation that Dwayne Johnson pretty much single-handedly destroyed the DC universe as we know it. <laughs> so apparently uh, this himself is like the clickiest and producers. Of clickbait. This is like the clicky of cl- clickiest of clickbait. I know. Articles, I know. I right? couldn't resist to get on this one. Dwayne but, Johnson. So apparently he, he single-handedly destroyed the DC extended right. universe. You know, the, not the meddling that's right. by by the previous executives at HBO, DC, Warner Brothers, not the reshoots that tore apart Zack Snyder's Justice League. Right. Not the meandering, you know, it disconnected universe that they just kind of like try to shoehorn in over two movies into, you know, like a shared uh, a, a shared superhero team up, but Dwayne Johnson, right. please proceed. So apparently to get black Adam done the way he wanted it done, he went over executives head straight to the CEO, him and producers on the film to request Henry Cavill being Superman to, to make, you know, give his ideas of an entire black Adam universe concluding with a, a showdown between Black Adam and Superman and 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 just kind of communicating his vision. And we already knew that David Zaslav, the CEO, was was excited about bringing Henry Cavill back and, and bringing in Superman. It's like, hey, we have Superman and we're not making Superman films, you know? Yeah. And so apparently, well, as we know, besides Batgirl getting canceled – and just you know thrown away they were still going to go through with some of the some of the DC films that have already filmed such right. as Aquaman Shazam and The Flash and Wonder Woman and Wonder yeah uh, no they 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 did away with Wonder Woman oh, so oh, Wonder, gotcha. Wonder, I, Wonder Woman 3 sorry i'm 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 mixing up on when cuz like pre new leadership right pre so, James Gunn Yes. They were moving forward with those things. Post James Gunn, additional movies were axed. Yes. So I'm thinking due to the meddling from, you know, jumping executives and stuff like that, decision makers, people who are green lighting films, we now have a, you know, essentially all of these are just going to come to an end. They're going to conclude as just solo films or as just one shot films. And then they're going to start fresh with the new DC universe. So while we were hoping that to see another man of steel too, uh, you know, unfortunately it's the end for right. 
the DC universe as we know it. And I would say probably I, I, I kind of believe it to be honest with you, just that level of meddling because I know that, that Dwayne Johnson has really wanted to play black Adam for quite a long time. Like uh, at least a years decade. or so. He made, yeah. he made it, he, he, he made it official. Like I'm throwing my hat in for black Adam. Yeah. Like a decade ago. Right. Forever and, and a lifetime ago. And I think one thing that James Gunn had mentioned recently is that he they want to get the right people because somebody made a comment about don't just bring back your Marvel people to be to be in the um in the DC universe. And so he made a comment. He says, We're gonna cast the right people for the roles and we're gonna cast people that are easy to work with. Yeah, regardless so, of you know, if I've worked with them in the past, if they're a well known name or a newcomer or you know, someone who hasn't had a chance at a starring role before really just going to cast the right person for the role. Right. Because they're, they embody that role. Plus they're easy to work with. Yeah. Emphasizing they're easy to work with. And so that kind of infers that, Hey, you know what? I know Dwayne Johnson's a superstar, but you know, we can't have that level of, well, uh, look, the, the whole, the audacity of this clickbait. Yeah. There have been several articles. I, I, I know of I know of at least at least three that I've seen basically trying to peddle this madness that it was Dwayne Johnson who was responsible. Um yeah. you know, because like yeah, granted it, there's been kind of past drama on the fast Five, the the Fast and the Furious movies, mm-hmm. where he feuded with Vin Diesel and and others on that crew. I am Groot, and and there was like some drama about his ambition of you know getting his own spinoff and and such. Yeah, fine, but to pull on that thread and to say that he's responsible for for the DC universe of movies. Yeah, falling apart is absurd. Absurd. Maybe he was, you know, part of a symptom of the bigger problem. Yeah, and you know, his ambition of wanting to make the perfect Black Adam film mm-hmm. may have led him to, you know, jumping a few rungs on the ladder to get what he wanted. Yeah, but look, there's a reason why. Warner Brothers and DC cleared house. Yeah. No, there is. There is. Right? I, I think and, it's a two-part. And, and there are so there were some major problems with the DC DC franchise and movies, basically all of them. Yeah. I mean, even the best of the lot, which was probably Aquaman and the first Wonder Woman. Yeah. Were, were not flawless films either. They were just the best of what they had. Right. That's true. And so like with, you know, diminishing expectations, yeah, of course they're going to look great against the other stuff that they had out there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I do think, I, I do think it could be twofold with this. I mean, I, I do kind of believe that that, they they probably want to have they wanted to have somebody who's going to have be able to have complete creative control, and and I think they're really emphasizing that by having creatives actually being in control. Uh, so, you know, someone like James Gunn 
and because they're aware they they've they've learned from their mistakes to not let the the executives really kind of you know run the show run the creative portion of it yeah but at the same they're not time creative people i know but at the same time you can't really have the tail wagging the dog you know they've you know you got edward norton in, in incredible hulk where he was out there rewriting pages on the set and and you know really yeah. wanting control and that's and why he was replaced that's why he was a <laughs> he was a one and done <laughs> That's right. And and so, you know, I kind of believe that there's there's got to be a little bit of truth to the story where where they're just kind of like, "Hey, well, you know, we got we got a couple of films in the can. You, they, look, I'm sure they're going to make money. That, but that, let's just start fresh." I, I mean, look, it 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 stinks of some executives trying to save face yeah. because they've been struggling to find work after they were canned. Sure. And like the stench of like of those previous movies is still on them and all yeah. that previous drama is still on them. So like it feels it, it, it really, it really stinks of here's an easy scapegoat yeah. that we can hang all of these problems on where oh, they can't, when they were many problems before yeah. Dwayne Johnson came along and black right. Adam, you know, uh, you know, with, with, with also essentially with what was left. I think it was a really easy decision for them to say, you know, this is going to be a bigger problem than, than anything else. So let's just move on, you know, because it, it, you know, really all they had was the flash. Yeah. You know, and from what I understand, I guess, uh, Jason Momoa is going to stay as Aquaman. So he, well, he would re- be fantastic. Yeah. He reportedly said that he had a good conversation with James Gunn and, um, a lot of great I mean, things for Warner brothers. Really? So. You can't, you can't, cast anyone else no one at this point no one's gonna do as a great of job so but yeah so anyway so there's your clip yeah yeah all right well hey moving on from netflix comes a show that you can watch in any order kaleidoscope not like Seinfeld. I know that you were thinking. <laughs> it was created by Eric Garcia and Kaleidoscope stars Giancarlo Esposito, Rufus Sewell, Paz Vega, Jay Courtney, and a few others. A master thief and his crew attempt an epic and elaborate heist worth $7 billion. But betrayal, greed, and other threats undermine their plans. <laughs> Tim, what say you? Okay, what were your what were your first thoughts on this movie? Uh, you know, on the kinda, show on this on the series. Sorry, I mean you can't go wrong with it. I mean, watching it in any any, I can see how they say you can watch it in any um, order. However, I kind of defeated that. Um, <laughs> okay, so you you had sent me the order in which you had watched it which is almost the order that they actually presented it, but you swapped two episodes. So you went yellow, green, violet, orange, red, blue, pink, white. Okay. Yeah. So, so the order I basically watched it was all the setup and then, and then the, the, the episode, the episode after the heist and then the heist and then, wait, wait, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the, basically the epilogue and then the heist and then like the kind of the setup of the heist. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, I watched it in a different order <laughs> and I didn't finish it. <laughs> so, well, here's your problem. Go, well, describe to. Okay, our so I, I decided to, I only had a certain amount of time when I watched oh, wait, the first on. episode. Hold on, real quick. So, for Kaleidoscope, Netflix says that you can watch it in any order. They they send out like a few sample orders of like, hey, this is a good order to watch it in. If you're used to watching movies, you know, a certain way, this is how you should watch it, right? You can watch it chronologically. You can watch the heist first and then the setup, right? Um, <sighs> I sent you a sample, a yeah. sample list. And you decided, and, and there, and Netflix has said there's over forty thousand combinations in which you can watch these episodes. So theoretically, theoretically, Tim. Yeah. So 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 take it away. Which okay. order did you watch these episodes? So I, I had about forty five minutes to kill, right? And I decided I'm gonna watch the 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 episode that's the least amount of time. <laughs> Why don't I just watch the episodes from? The shortest to the longest. <laughs> you can if you if they say you can watch it in any order. They do. I watched it in every any and, order. And, and Tim, what episode happened to be the shortest episode in runtime? The one that was uh, the morning after the heist. Red. Right. Right. And then Tim, the next three episodes. Which episodes were the next longest or next? Sorry, okay. from the shortest in runtime to the fourth shortest in runtime. Okay, so there were two episodes that actually there were two sets of episodes that actually had the same exact <laughs> runtime. Yeah. So I decided to watch the first one, um, the the one that that was basically on top first. And then continue from there. So I had watched, um, let me see, I have to go in here. So there was 46 minutes was green. So which was the episode where they break out of prison. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then there was another episode that was um, uh, 47 minutes, which was white. White or yellow and white, yellow and white, right? So, um, I, I watched yellow first, which he assembles the team, uh huh, and then I watched white where they actually carried out the heist. <laughs> I okay. really find, so I really find order. You watched the three of the four most important episodes right off the jump. Yeah, so I'm I'm like, I think I've seen everything I need to see. I saw the heist. I saw the motivation for the heist. I saw them put the team together. And I saw the stereotypical Jay Courtney be the douche. Like he is in every single thing he's in. So, like, you went straight meat and potatoes. Forget the setup. <laughs> I don't need this. No side salad for me. Right off the jump, straight into the meat I I didn't see. I know there's there's some history between Rufus Sewell's character, yes. and <laughs> I, I didn't see that. So I'm like, 
maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. So which which wonderful. episode was that one? Yellow? Okay, so given given the order in which you watched these episodes, uh-huh. what were your thoughts on them? It was okay. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, you know, it wasn't like anything that hadn't been done before. Um, you know, it was, uh, it, I mean, I, I do like the heist movies and, and tower heist. I want to say is probably one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, but is that the one just, with Ben Stiller? Yeah. That's just so goofy. Oh, hilarious. It is great. And, and I love Matthew Broderick and anything he's been in. Um, so, but you know, I, it, it was okay. I yeah. mean, it wasn't like it, it, it just kind of lacked the, uh, it, it had the sophistication. Uh, the one thing I liked the most is, is that Giancarlo Esposito wasn't the guy in a suit with the glasses on mm-hmm. in the boardroom. You know, he, he, he actually, he got to very, be, he got to be the mastermind. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it really of kind of, yeah, they kind of box him in on his, on the roles that he plays. Like, you well, know, yeah. he's the like, CEO of, of, uh, in the boys and, and, uh, um, what else was he in where he breaking he, bad where he is playing? The- yeah. Breaking bad. Um, but also like he was, uh, when he was in the Mandalorian, the season two was a season two of Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, he, he was still kind of the same guy. It but- is, is kind of, different in a galaxy of that yeah character, in a galaxy like, far far away silent stoic you know yeah Matt, you so know, yeah head guy yeah and and he's he's that very powerful leader you know mm-hmm. and um in this case you know he's vulnerable he he had a lot of character development yeah um he was very it, it was you could peel his character like an onion and I, I really i thought it was a kind of a fresh take for him sure because because he's he's such a good actor he's, uh, you know I've, I've loved everything he's been in but um or everything that i've seen of him because i haven't seen breaking bad yeah i gotta bring that up uh, <laughs> i know just a twist every the knife time you every time turn the screw like, i think like you know, I think this podcast might work because I've got a really good <laughs> co-host here. <laughs> and then you say stuff like, I haven't seen Breaking Bad. I haven't seen Mad Men. I haven't seen Lost. And I'm like, oh, man. Is oh, this I've the seen right, Lost. Is this the right pairing? <laughs> yeah, I watched a lot of Lost. It just, I was like, uh, they kind of named it after All the right. writers. Please don't remind so. me. That you yeah. haven't watched Breaking Bad because it's so, gonna make me sad. Hey, contrast, contrast yes. makes good entertainment here. Uh-huh. So, but anyway, so I, I, it had a lot of good, um, good qualities to it, but it just overall didn't have that stamina to make it more than just okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, you know. Um, there, there were there were certainly entertaining parts to this, uh-huh. right? Like there, there were there were a handful of like like it, it's mostly like action drama, right? Like a heist movie. They sprinkle yeah. in some humor into it. There's a there's a couple of uh-huh. laugh out loud moments, right? Um, and 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 honest, like, oh man, I keep looking at him say this. I think I'm aside with you. Runtime, man. Runtime is, you know, oh no, don't underestimate runtime. 
don't <laughs> underestimate rent runtime because uh, like all right it can so, turn 15 minutes can make a movie terrible <laughs> so kaleidoscope is the answer to what if they took the 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 oceans 13 and turned it into a tv show on netflix right uh, i've heard that in many places like uh, maybe they should make a, a tv show out of oceans oceans 11 you know and 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 put it on netflix sounds yeah. like a fantastic idea I think kaleidoscope is one of the is the answer to that question where like we can like, how do we do it different? Maybe we shouldn't, but if we had to, this is what it would be like, yeah. right? Like sure, where it, I think by happenstance you you came across the best order to watch it in because you basically <laughs> watched the feature length version. Of Kaleidoscope. <laughs> Without any of the... <laughs> Which uh, was supposed to be the series-length version of Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> pretty much. But because they're having to fill... I mean, even in this show where it's, what, eight episodes, nine episodes? Yeah, it's like eight. Um, two, three, four, uh, yeah, eight. Like, it felt like a little too much. Like, it felt... It felt like it lagged in a lot of places. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they they use a number of tried and true, even though the whole concept of watch it in any order, right? Yeah. Like, we're going hell, head on into uh, unconventional storytelling. And uh-huh. instead of us cutting it up, you can cut it up and watch it in any order you like. Sure. I, I get, like, it's experimental. But that was kind of the only experimental part of the show. Everything yeah. else was kind of by the numbers heist movie where yeah. there were a number of tropes, like, you know, like the crooks that don't trust each other, like the heist that goes awry, the heist to set up the heist, the mm-hmm. the the bungling, you know, cops that are chasing the the robbers that like, you know that that think they're on their tail but are they yeah. really on their tail they're getting they're getting bested by the yeah and then the double yeah. cross and the triple cross and the you know i need to get revenge against somebody who you know who ruined my life like there yeah. were a lot of like cliche cliche heist movie tropes yeah. in this some of them done well and some of yeah. them were a little lacking because of a lot of it i think because of the runtime yeah well, I mean, it, it was really, yeah, you're right. I mean, it was really dial a cliche, but um, at the same time, it was, um, you know, my, the thing that I, um, the one thing that actually kind of I thought of is that, hey, I saw these things in the, um, in the trailer of, of why the, the two had riffed um, in, in the past, but also, and their connection. I, I missed all of that, but also there were some things that, that they did, which, you know, wouldn't have made, it would have made sense had I seen those parts. Right. But the thing is, is that I don't feel invested enough to continue on to watch those parts. Sure. You know? So I, I, I do have to say it didn't work to sit here and say it worked. You know, you can watch it in any order. The thing is, is that they, they had a, a beginning, a middle, and an end for each episode right. where it concluded. I, I mean, you could say that about any show, 
any streaming show is you could watch it in any order if you chose to. Right. And you'd have a similar experience. Granted, like in this show, because they were intentionally making it where you could watch it in an episode, they had to make sure that they sprinkled callbacks and references to, you know, had had episodes connect in that way where Mm -hmm. like if you saw the conclusion of something and then you saw another, you know, an earlier episode, you would see you know, the setup for it and go like, Oh, that's what that, that's what that thing was. Or, yeah, you know, like, you know, you see something, a setup and then you get the payoff later. Like they just had to pay more attention on, on those relationships between, you know, story threads. Right. Yeah. But technically you could go into any streaming series and be like, I'm going to watch this in any episode, any order. Yeah. Have a similar experience. That's true. I mean, you know, I think I think what they were going for is try to do like, hey, if Seinfeld, you can watch you can watch any episode at all. You don't you don't have to to just watch watch it in any order, you know. But it was really more like Ocean's Eleven meets Pulp Fiction. Yes, where they just kind of chopped it up and moved it around. Right. And, and I, just, I think that's what they were trying for. Yeah, and like. Again, they did like, not pull it off. Total execution. There were some parts that they did well. Yeah, and there's some things that they probably should have just left on the uh, on the cutting room floor. Yeah, maybe like six episodes would have been yeah. fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what? I I probably would have wa- watched it if it was six episodes. But the thing is, is like when you're sitting here, you have you're looking at this six weeks before the heist. Seven years before the heist, five days before the heist, three weeks before the heist, 24 hours before the heist, the morning of the heist, six months after the heist, and then the heist. So they could have combined a couple of those. Sure. You know, but, where you could have had. But again, so I mean, so again, it, this is the problem, right? Is that over the years of peak TV, they've learned that like, eight to 10 episodes is like the sweet spot, right? Where it's enough episodes that, you know, your creative people can tell the exact stories that they want. Right. And keep it nice and tight. Yeah. Where it's not like the 23 to 26 episode full season that, you know, encompasses an entire year's worth of, you know, television. Sure. And they have to come up with like, all kinds of crazy offshoot storylines and, you know, B, C and D storylines for these random mm-hmm. characters to go off and do, you know what I mean? Or, yeah. or like the, you know, like the blank of the week episodes to fill the time. Uh-huh. Right. So like eight to 10 episodes is that sweet spot. The problem is again, because they were trying to do like oceans 11, but the TV yeah. show is they had to stretch out. They had to they had to stretch things out from the feature length to fit eight episodes and certain parts like certain storylines just like and certain things that they 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 did it just felt long yeah yeah i i I agree it just it just I don't think it worked just the bottom line a little too really much sitting around. Yeah. Sitting around the lair. Totally. And kind of like playing. Okay. So, okay. So let's pump the brakes real quick. 
Okay. What did you like? What did you enjoy about Kaleidoscope? Uh, I, you, you know, I, I'd probably say the characters, um, Stan and Leo, I, they, I, I like them. Um, uh, Paz Vegas character as well. Um, I, I would say I, I just liked, you know, just like the quirkiness of them mm-hmm. and how they kind of interacted with each other. Sure. Um, I didn't particularly care for any storylines. Yeah, I didn't think it really, really amounted to anything, especially what I watched of it. Uh-huh. Um, it didn't, it didn't hold me at all. Um, Stan's sister, um, I, I do think that she had probably one of the best lines of anything that I'd seen, which was the, um, the uh, she wanted Stan's bird to stop chirping just in time for her leggings party. <laughs> was like a nod to Lulero uh-huh. for those who for the, for the initiated. Um, but uh, if you haven't watched watch Lula Rich on Amazon, but um, it, that was the one time I laughed out loud. But other than that, that was I mean, that was one of the times that I laughed out loud. Yeah, yeah. And so, other than that, I just don't think it really went the distance. Yeah. So you know, um, I enjoyed. Giancarlo Esposito, as always. Of course. Um, Paz Vega, like his, the Leo, and then what's Paz Vega's character's name? Oh, gosh. Um, Oh, man, I thought I had this pulled up. I did have it pulled up. Um, Paz Vega is Ava. Ava. So Leo and Ava, their relationship was fun. Uh-huh. And then like Stan again, it he was he was a delight. Yeah. His character was uh-huh. really fun. Um uh, he's like the the guy that can get anything, right? Uh-huh. Um everyone else kind of window dressing, right? Yeah. yeah. Um you know, I am a sucker for heist movies and so I I enjoyed the the heist to, to set up the heist, um, the heist gone wrong, right? Uh, that 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 was fun, um, mm-hmm. you know. So there there were bits to like about the show. Um, yeah. Also, like you know that you could watch it in any 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 order depending on how you enjoy consuming content. Right. True. So you could decide that like you wanted the payoff of watching the heist episode and then getting this all the setup or if you wanted mm-hmm. to watch it chrono- like chronologically or if you wanted to watch it by runtime you could choose yeah. to do that. <laughs> right. That's true. Hey, if you, if you I recommend runtime. Shortest yeah. the longest. Yeah. Cuz then you'll save yourself some time. <laughs> so, so all right then then since since uh let's let's get a take and a heist movie you'd recommend. So we'll leave we'll leave a little something behind for everybody. All right. Um so uh, I wanted to like this so bad. I did. Mhm. Oh. It's kind of a skip. But like you could watch it just because like Giancarlo Esposito and yeah. and cuz it's a heist movie. Sure. Is a really soft skip. Is a really soft watch. 
a soft watch. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, it's a straight skip for me since I skipped out on the rest of it. Ah, man. You know what? Like, ah, I think it watch, is a skip watch for something me. Else. I think it is yeah, a skip Yeah, watch for something me. else with Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, um, watch Breaking Bad. Sorry. Watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah. So what's, uh, what's a good heist movie that you would watch? We'd I, recommend. I mean, can you really go wrong with the Ocean's Eleven remake by... You can't. Uh, I mean... Well, just like, the odd number ones. It kind of set the new standard for heist movies, right? Yeah. Like all of the tropes that like all the heist movies do now were executed as well as any heist movie since. Sure. So like building the crew and then the setup and then the heist and then, you know, the reveal and the twist reveal. Okay. Since that one's obvious, since Ocean's Eleven is obvious, I'll go Heat. Ooh, Heat that's is a good one. Very good heist movie. Yeah, it's an all timer. It is. I I would say that's that's a good one. That is definitely a good one. Okay, so I'm gonna go with Kelly's Heroes. You also can't go wrong. So if it that that stands the test of time, man. It was made in 1970, World War II film. Where they actually go, this is what Three Kings was based off of. You know, it was really the same movie as Three Kings Another... with George Clooney, which you couldn't go wrong. That's why Three Kings was good because Kelly's hero still stands. Yeah. And and we got Clint Eastwood, Telly Savalas, Don Rickles, Carol O'Connor, Donald Sutherland. I mean, you've got some of the best actors ever yeah. in this film. And it's funny. It's, it's, it's gripping. It is amazing. Since we're doing this. Yeah. Uh, the Usual Suspects, kind of a heist movie. Yeah. yeah. And they did the whole like is twist it? ending. Yeah. Twi- That's a good one. The, yeah. Twist endings. Yeah. Point break. Uh, if there's no point yeah. break, there's no Fast and the Furious movies. Just I'll, saying. I'll take that. I'll take that. So. I mean, Keanu Reeves and Whoa. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. At like peak Keanu and Patrick Swayze. I know. One more. Okay. Last since, one. Since Kaleidoscope kind of cribbed directly from this Reservoir Dogs. Oh, yeah. I mean, Reservoir Dogs is good. You know, nonlinear storytelling, heist gone wrong. George, uh, Quentin Tarantino's best film. It was very good. Silence. Yeah, you're like, I, was, I don't know what to think of this. I was but stunned. Silence. I was stunned by hearing something positive from you about Quentin Tarantino. Oh, no. Everything after Pulp Fiction was garbage. <laughs> so straight up trash. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Yes. All right. Let's move on before you like, okay. really make me angry. Okay. <laughs> you don't like it when I'm angry. So adapted from the popular video game. By Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann, The Last of Us finds its way to the small screen, starring Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey. Yeah, this is the first take. So Okay, ready? Here we go. <clears throat> yeah. Three, two. The Last of Us takes place 20 years after modern civilization has been destroyed by a fungal zombie infection. Joel, a hardened survivor, 
is hired to smuggle Ellie, a 14-year-old girl, out of an oppressive quarantine zone. What starts as a small job soon soon becomes a brutal, heartbreaking journey as they both must traverse the U.S. and depend on each other for survival. (laughs) That's like the official synopsis. I I sprinkled a a little stuff in there, but that's theirs. Yeah. Okay. So... Two episodes have aired. Yes, two episodes. As of this recording, two episodes have aired. We have both watched. Both episodes. Both episodes. And we're providing a first take. This is a first take. So, Tim, what what are your initial initial thoughts on The Last of Us? Well, two things. Number one, so far, probably one of the better, one of the best video game adaptations that I've seen. Oh, you can you can take that qualifier off. Not probably. Yeah, that's yeah, that's I true. I can't think of a video game adaptation that's been this good. Yeah, that's true. Number two, Depeche Mode. Oh, I mean, I mean, they had you throwing, at Depeche Mode. They had me at Depeche Mode. The end of that first episode, and actually, Depeche Mode just released new shirts as of today that say never let me down again on it. I I've heard that after the premiere episode that the pilot aired downloads of Depeche mode increased by like 500% on iTunes. That's yeah. It, it jumped into the top 100 Crazy. as far as singles go. Yeah, and that just goes to show you the power of music in in film and television. What's you know? old is new again, Tim. That's right. You know, if if fun hadn't put "We Are Young" in a car commercial, man, they'd be they wouldn't be fun. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> they wouldn't be fun. So. All right. So, I think we both agree. Yeah. When it comes to video game ad- adaptations, like The Last of Us leaps to the top of the list. Granted, mm-hmm. it is it is not a very long list of good video game adaptations, but and, yeah. it certainly easily leaps to at or near the top. Yeah, and it's 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 really um, you know, of two episodes the, I think the thing that kind of sticks out with me is the the cinematography is really great. Yes, and it, and it really goes with that whole um, fungus look. To Can it, I tell you, you something? Know? Yeah, one of my biggest pet peeves on these types of shows, on post apocalyptic shows and movies. Uh huh. And this this may seem like this is like a Tim level of like runtime for my version of like your runtime argument uh-huh. for me. It's like set dressing and and wardrobe. Uh huh. It's such a pet peeve of mine. Oh, it it should be post apocalyptic survivors barely making it. And can I say like the sets that they have, like the decay. Yeah, and then like the fungus kind of working uh-huh. its way into every crevice, oh, and gosh. and like how, you know, so detailed, and and how like nature is reclaiming these cities, like incredible. And then you like, know, like they look, these characters like, 
so in the first episode it begins at the it's the very beginning of the outbreak and then it jumps to 20 years in the future yeah and the main timeline is you know 20 years after after the outbreak and right. so like these people have been like surviving for 20 years and so like uh-huh. their clothes look at their faces look at like Anna Torv who is beautiful I mean she was tore up yeah and it totally. was like yeah living in this post apocalyptic world like you're like you're going to be tore up if you survive for 20 years you you've been through some stuff yeah. you know like her first appearance is she's like all bloodied up and she's got black eyes because she got beat up by a couple of thugs. Like, I mean, totally, you know, to see like they, the attention to detail on for the characters, their, their clothing where it's like tattered and pieced together from other clothes that they grab. Like, I can't tell you the number of like, you know, it's supposed to be, like post-apocalyptic and they've got like a brand new jean, like brand new leather jacket on. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. And you know, you, like they don't you know have, you mentioned- they don't have like, 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 uh, like debris on them or like, you know, yeah. like, like filth on them. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, totally. And, and this show, they, you can see that they took a lot of care in mm-hmm. building really building the world around these characters. I thought it was Yeah, I don't know awesome. if you remember this, but there was um th- so that there was a study done on Chernobyl on in in the 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 zone that that was affected um about the growth in the zone after um after Chernobyl. Yeah. And it spawned this thing called Life After People. Right started out as like a, a, a history channel movie and then it ended up as a, as, as a TV series. Um, and it's, it's as if they studied this 20 years after people and how the, how society would look with all the growth over things and, and that kind of stuff. It was just, I mean, it, it, those little details are just so noticeable. It's ridiculous. It's just amazing. So an example, a prime example of of like the set dressing and mm-hmm. and the wardrobe taking you out of it. I don't know if you remember the show called Falling Skies. Vaguely, yeah. It I was like it, a alien invasion where mm-hmm. it's taking place like years after the invasion, right? And like mm-hmm. it's like the the surviving humans fighting back, which again was supposed to be like, you know, survivors, people who have been like basically living underground, uh-huh. hiding and and battling, you know, this advanced civilization of aliens that have invaded Earth, and they have like pristine clothes. <laughs> yeah, of <laughs> like, course. Like it made no sense to me. They got and it was mats. like. And it was like one of those things where it was such a distraction. Like I couldn't, I could, I couldn't get over it. it. Was like, why does this person have like a brand new looking, you know, jean jacket on when they're yeah. supposed to be like, you know, surviving in this like abandoned school? Yeah, totally. It's yeah, it's it's. I'll tell you, it's it's an immersive experience watching this show. 
you know, I just finished the, the second episode and, and it was, uh, you know, just the, the you know, showing a, a flashback from the beginning and, and I hope they continue that with every episode. It's, it's very intriguing. Sure. And then, and then present day. Another thing that I'll say, I was actually really worried about this when the trailer first came out or when the, the announcement was made that they're bringing it to, to HBO was that like, man, maybe, cause I know they'd been trying to get this show made for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I remember like original, you know, fan casting was, uh, oh gosh, who was it that they wanted to cast? Uh, anyway, it's been a development for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it, it was like, oh no, like is zombies going to be played out by the time the show airs? Because like, you know, like the walking dead has been on for so long and then fear the walking dead. And, and like the viewership for both of those shows has gotten like so low over the years. Right. And, oh, and yeah. there have been so many other, watching. you know, zombie shows and TV and, and, and movies like, you know, has uh-huh. the genre, has the genre played out, but I like how this, and I'm guessing I've never played the game, but I'm guessing how it plays either. out is like, yes, zombies exist, but it's actually humans that are, you know, the monsters and the actual mm-hmm. monsters that they're battling. Um, they they focus yeah. a lot on the human relationships and the human sure. struggle in this. Um, and then there's zombies in there and, and like some really well, well designed Yo. zombies. Freaked. That was freaky. That was like Guillermo del Toro stuff right there. I mean, the mushroom zombies, like who would have thought they would be so menacing and scary? <laughs> I'm like, whoa, yo, okay. Because I, I was thinking that we haven't seen any of them yet. We just saw the one turn at the beginning, but we haven't seen the development of these things. So, Right. Yeah. So, well, all right. So that's a first take on it. So on your first take, you going to keep watching? Absolutely. Like me too. I mean, you know, I when we covered when we covered the show during the during the trailer pitches. Uh-huh. You know, like Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey. So, Pedro Pascal, I mean, obviously I think everyone knows him as the Mandalorian. Sure. And then Bella Ramsey for anyone that's watched Game of Thrones was Lyanna Mormont, the the child queen that like stole every scene that she was in on that show. Uh huh. And and Lone Wolf and Cub storyline. I, I mean, sign me up, man. I can't wait for go. more episodes to come. This is an absolute yeah. watch. It's got a it's got a lot of depth to it, so um, I'm going to continue on watching it. So yeah, and Pedro Pascal playing like the reluctant, you know, protagonist. Love it. Like, yeah. I know he's playing version. Like, you know, he's got to be playing versions of himself. Where it's like, you know, he's oh, sure. rough and like, you know. He Charles Bronson esque. He's, he's not exactly the hero. Like he's not exactly yeah. an anti-hero, but he's not exactly a good guy. Like right. he he he's he's a man of questionable morals and 
and and actions. Yeah. And he's got to do this good thing. Right. But he doesn't realize it's a good thing. He's just doing it because it's a score or it's a job or, you know, he stands to benefit from it. Yeah. But that's true. I, I'll take more of those. I'll take. Yeah. Give me like five more series of Pedro Pascal playing a version of like, you know, reluctant hero. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, it was good. He's really good. And, and a lot of depth to him too, because he's, he's also been, a, um, you know, they show, they show at the beginning what kind of person he is and then immediately show what type of person he's become. And I think a lot of the depth in his character development is going to be where he bounces in between those two. Sure. So, so I, I really think that that's, uh, that's, that's really keeps, that's one of those things that keeps me going, you know, besides action and, and any of that kind of stuff, just, just the, the internal struggle of a person. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue watching myself and, and we'll definitely circle back for a final take once this series, this, this season concludes. Yeah. So Tim real quick. Yeah. We didn't wish our tens of visit tens of listeners. Happy new year. And by happy new year, I mean, happy lunar new year. Oh yes, that's right. Happy lunar new year to everyone out there. And, and for anyone that's uninitiated, the lunar new year is what everyone outside of China celebrates during Chinese new year. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is true. Good call. I love it. So, well, happy new year, lunar new year. We wish you prosperity and luck and, and much fortune happiness. and happiness in this, this year, the year of the rabbit. All right. Well, sounds good. And on that note, that is our final take. Our first final take of 2023. So if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, like, give us five stars, glowing review, all the good stuff so our podcasts can reach more people and we can let our wives know that we're just going to crush it in 2023. So thanks again to Tyler Hobbs, Space Ranger, for the original music. Check out Space Ranger exclusively on Spotify. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the socials at the final take pod you can email us the final take pod at gmail.com we may check it this year uh, <laughs> maybe i know maybe i'll check it now uh check out all of our episodes on our website the final take pod.com join us next week when we talk the netflix film you people until then 